This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com. And our favorite part of the week begins. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. Uh, so happy to be here. We have smoke in our lungs. <laughs> We're so happy oh, to man, be here. It continues. It's just a this. Uh, we what? How many nice days did we have? Two half half of one. No, we had two. Did we? Where Probably. the smoke kind of cleared out and it was nice. And now it's it's back again. Two days. Yeah. Holy moly, you guys! Hey, everybody! <laughs> uh, welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. Podbash.com is where you can find this. My name Chunga. Hola. Hi, Chunga. Hey. Hi. Uh, with me as always, the lovely, the talented Mr. Kennedy is right over there. I cannot do that. Oh, oh yeah, Diab- another Diablo. Diablo reference. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, the smartest man in the room, ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> Chancellor. Hello, hello. Right over there. Uh, okay, so uh, so let's begin. Let's get this. Uh, yeah, let's just do this. Let's yeah. get this sucker rolling here. Fall is in the air. It's yeah, been it kind of even though we've got we've got a lot of smoke. It's starting to feel folly, isn't it? Very folly. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm totally okay with it's that. But you know, thing, I noticed yeah. something very funny about Kenny. There's there's two things that I noticed about Kenny. Okay, well, hold on. What? Where well, are you going with this? The other day we were uh, we were working at the big boy job. Yeah, you're like, oh, it was early in the morning. You're like, it's so overcast outside. It's dark. We had to have our lights on in the in the office. Hey. We got a big. We have a big glass. Very fancy. Uh, with a lot of natural light, and it was really, really dark, so we had to have our lights on, and Kenny was like, oh, I love fall. This is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the most wonderful thing. And then today, now that we've had two days of kind of cooler weather that haven't been, you know, like like I'm standing on the surface of the sun level hot. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm not ready for fall. <laughs> I'm not a fall I'm, guy. I'm just, I'm not you're ready. Not I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready for it. You're not a hat guy either. I'm wearing shorts. I'm, I'm just ready to stay warm. Oh, I'm so. Oh. Do you know why though? It's because this state and many states out there, there, there is no autumn. There's no fall. Lately. It goes straight to winter. Past several years, we haven't had a proper autumn. Right. No. Yeah, so that's no joke. Please bless. We have a fall. I would really yeah. enjoy it because you remember the, the last year, mm-hmm. it was like a hundred degrees and then it snowed. Yes. And then that, and, and then, then it, and then it went up to like ninety and stayed there all winter long. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> uh, which I'm okay which with. Weird for Utah, but yeah, yeah that's exactly what happened. Uh, so there's the first thing I noticed is that there is just no pleasing you, <laughs> no matter what it is. Even when the fall harvest happens, <laughs> that's what she said. I don't know what, why, what? It's the fall harvest, man. So I'm sitting there and I smell like the most grotesque smell I've ever smelled in my oh, life. Oh, today. take it easy. Where are you going with this? The cubbies. Kenny comes over. Oh no! Like- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I'd- the cubbies is not my problem. It's his problem. <laughs> you know it was this. All, it, was, it made me so. And it's the chubbies. Sick. <laughs> chubbies made me so. It was gross. Your and everybody with the says chubbies. it's not chubbies. Yeah. There is a place called Chubbies, and it's really good. It's, it's actually really, really delicious. Uh, that we need to go eat at. Uh, if you're if you're outside the state of Utah, you have no idea what we're talking about. And you and- think that we're just smelling chubbies? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hey. Ew. Ew. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, you're shocked. No. No, Jeez, not smelling chubbies. What happened was I'm just working away, being the yeah. diligent worker that I am. Yeah, sure. The worker bee just grinding away. <laughs> and Kenny sits down and he's got a paper bowl full of big ass pieces of peaches. Oh, there was, was what? Come on. And I was like, Ooh, what what? Guys, what? They, no, smell, they smell really These, gross. What are you talking about? Yeah. Peaches are wonderful. Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. Hold in, on. In my big book of things is suck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know T- there's a tomatoes, lot of things there. Tomatoes is number one. Okay. Last Jedi. Okay. Spiders. <laughs> Wait. 
The Last Jedi. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Oh, the Last Jedi. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Tomatoes, spiders, ranch dressing, <laughs> ranch dressing, <gasps> ranch, dressing, ranch dressing, and then peaches. Look, they're the most disgusting things ever. You and are kidding me, Kenny? How does that even? Kenny sits down next to me with this big stinky bowl of peaches. They were carved. They were sliced. He starts inhaling these peaches. He's like, oh, oh, peaches. I love. <laughs> I love peaches. Uh, peaches are good. I love peaches. What are you talking and he's about? He's eating the he's peaches getting... with the fuzzy skin on them. Oh, why? <laughs> Which you is no wonder that. you have diarrhea all the time. Because <laughs> you're eating this horrible stuff. It's a horrible, you it's delicious no. and good. Fuzzy skinned peaches. We're no. trying to eat well, and you're handing me a Snickers bar where I can get a bowl full of peaches. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I love peaches. And and all I said to you is, Kenny, I can't I can't have that. I can't have that around me. And, and you're like, why? Well, uh, why? <laughs> I was like, my dad died eating peaches. <laughs> Which is true. That is true. Oh, try to make me feel bad for he enjoying was my peaches. eating a cup of peaches from Costco. Kaboom. That was it. Well, I'm sorry, but now, peaches are still time, delicious. Every time I smell a peach. <laughs> so, it is just gross. And then he says, this is what he says to me. Oh, there's nothing better than peaches and milk. <laughs> Oh, hey, when did no. I become Doug Wright? Me. <laughs> no. There's nothing better. <laughs> Peaches and milk. I love eating a fuzzy peach with milk. <laughs> yeah. I'm queasy. So Kenny, no, 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 no. no. In addition right. to all of his other Kenny. faults, eats like he's an 80 year old Victorian woman <laughs> on a transatlantic crossing. <laughs> Guys, they're good. Hey, audience, back me up here. Peaches are Peaches delicious. Peaches and milk. Peach. Peaches and cream. With, it's a delicious even with the thing. Skin on, uh, like you left the fuzzy skin. What's on. wrong with skin? Skin's so good yeah, for you. Like it's fiber. Yeah, it's fiber. It's hair. Yeah, what's you wrong with fiber? IBS. <laughs> you don't need fiber. <laughs> but they taste good. It, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, gross. I feel guilty is, for eating peaches. Nasty. You should. You chungas. You need to yeah. stop. It's it's a delicious fruit. It's a natural grown food. Yep. It's fine to enjoy. Okay, uh, I've, I'm always very careful about eating stuff that that falls off of a tree. Ever since I ate 17 green <laughs> apples off my great grandma's lawn when I was a kid. What? Oh, oh wait, off off her lawn? Off the yeah, lawn? they were rotten, and I puked, and I puked, and I puked. <laughs> like I, I really, it was bad. That would be painful, yeah. actually. It was horrible. That would burn All so. Acid. Oh, wait. Do you do you hate apples? No, you... I actually love apples. So wait, did you expect me to peel the skin off of my peach? That's, that's what, what people most people do. do. That's what most people do. Yeah, yeah that's what like the um, whatever dairy does to their cans of peaches. They they shave them, but I don't have the time to shave a peach at work. So many you, euphemisms. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're still talking about like peaches, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that where? By the way, on the set list. Uh, we've got, man, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's yeah. a big show, yeah. but it's going to be a little bit of a different show. So I just, I kind of want to warn everybody up front. There's some fairly heavy stuff that we're going to be talking about right. here on the show today, because that's what we do. This show is life and, and life is not always fuzzy peaches, right? Life is, is sometimes weird and yep. sometimes uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, especially, especially if you're the two knuckleheads that are running Salt Lake Comic Con. Right. Because damn. Uh, should we just get into that? Should we just talk about it right now? Yeah, let's just get out of the way. I mean, we've talked about this the past. We talked about it a month ago and then like yep. two weeks ago. Well, there, it is a soap opera. There, it's an ongoing saga, if yeah. you will. 
um, the judge in the uh, in the court case. I, I think his name is uh, Balista or Bautista or Bautista, uh, Sandinista. Sure. I can't remember yeah. what his name is. Uh, in Barista. San Diego, he, I mean, clearly does not like these two these two guys. Yeah. Um, well, it's a little bit of context. Okay. So for the yeah. past four years, there's been a lawsuit pending, uh, basically because uh, Salt Lake Comic Con was, I would say, you uh, highlighting their name based on the efforts of San Diego Comic Con. Right. Okay. So past four years, yes, there's been a big, huge lawsuit. Big, huge lawsuit. Salt Lake Comic Con has been in existence for five years. Yes. So for pretty much the entire run of these two guys, they've been in this massive lawsuit. Right. So yeah, just earlier this year, they finally reached a verdict and there was a lot of hubbub and we'll talk a little bit more about it. As the lawsuit had drug on for years. A a long, long time. And finally it was like, hey, San Diego, you win. But Salt Lake, we're only going to charge you $20,000. You know? Yeah. It was a $20,000. Like, yes, you committed a trademark infringement, but you didn't knowingly do so. So we are going to... Uh, you're going to have to pay $20,000 and pay up, and there you go. Yeah. And based on court documents, you know, Dan Farr, he, he played his role, who's the founder of uh, FanX, because we're yeah. not going to call it Solid Comic Con anymore. He's the founder of FanX, and the co founder, Brian Brandenburg, was in court. And it says being nonsensical. And as we remember last year, we talked about the case, and he was just. You know, making a making a crazy time in the court. Well, here's here's the way it went down. We're going to try and be because there's clearly beef there. Yeah. At one point, the three of us, Kenny Chandler, myself, were very, very heavily involved uh, with this organization. We were not treated well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were not treated well by people that were quote unquote friends. And the rift happened. Uh, the rift still exists to this day. We can still consider, as we've said repeatedly, and I still feel like we need to qualify this. Dan Farr is a friend. <clears throat> He's a friend that I think uh, has gotten a lot of really bad advice sure. from uh, a couple of really bad people. Mm-hmm. And that happens. That is, especially in show business, that happens. Uh, I have definitely fallen prey to this. I have definitely made some huge mistakes. And navigating the waters of show business is very, very difficult. Right. And so no one is perfect. And uh, and I, I I still consider Dan a friend. And I know that there are some of you that are listening that, is, that, that has followed this uh, throughout the birth of then Pod Goblin. And as we've changed it to Pod Bash and continued. Um, this goes back to when we were on the morning show, Kenny and I. Uh, when Chandler would come in and help us out on the morning show, we, yeah. would, mm-hmm. we would, you know, we would, we were doing Comic Con stuff for, for these guys, but it, way back then, and uh, the rift happened, and since then, it's it's been quite contentious. But right. the it goes back even further to the inception of Comic Con, in which I, at one point I was going to be involved uh, with it, uh, potentially as an investor, potentially as as an employee or or an executive. And it ended up not happening. One of my chief concerns uh, when I decided not to be a part of this uh, was because I was afraid that they were going to be sued. And I said, look, I I don't think you're being very careful. Uh, Dan, I I really think you need to be careful with this. I think you're going to get sued. And when you do get sued, it's going to be really ugly. And all of these people that are just sucking up to you so much, they're going to turn on you. They're going to come after you. And it's going to be horrible. It will happen. I promise you. You need to be careful. You please be careful. Oh, I will. I will. I will. 
And I could tell it just went right over his head. Like he just didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he did. And I hope that, that there was some credence given to that. Um, I want to think as a friend that he, that he would have done that. Mm-hmm. But because of all of this, and we've spent so much time over the years kind of talking about this saga and our place in it, uh, we... Um, you would think that as you're listening to this right now that we would be happy about what has transpired. And we are anything but. Um, I'm, I'm actually very worried for Dan. And uh, I feel really, really bad that this has happened not only for, for Dan Farr, but I feel really bad for the community because I do think this is a great, great thing. Okay. And- for not only the people of, of Utah, we have people listening to us in almost every state in the union now. Right, yeah. Here on Podbash and, and Radio Ronin. And uh, in, in surrounding states, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, California, Nevada, all kind of these these states that are that are closer to us, we draw people from every single one of these states into our community, which I think is always a positive, right. to take part in this. And it's unfortunate that these two knuckleheads, Dan included, and I'm calling my buddy a knucklehead because he made some really, really bad decisions here. For um, example, <clears throat> yeah, they they did they kind of got away scot free from the case. Yes, they couldn't use the name anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, they'd still have to pay their let's say uh, a lot of money in their own attorney fees. I think it. I, I don't know for sure, and I want to be very clear that I don't know for sure, but right. I, I know that it was. I, I've I had heard that their own legal bills were approaching two million. I, I the, wouldn't be surprised. This own. was years in the making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, if anybody's ever been sued or has had to sue someone or defend a lawsuit, uh, it, it really gets expensive. Yes, and so I think they were they were approaching two mil. I don't know that for sure, but I think that's so what it was. even after that, they appealed and they pushed this forward to the same court, and the judge got irate. They appealed. Yes, as Kenny said. After they were basically treated with kid gloves, yeah. the judge at one point called Brian Brandenburg's behavior during the trial outrageous and threatened to throw him in jail if he did not change his behavior. And he said, look, if you behave in my courtroom the way that you have during yes. this process tomorrow, you better bring a toothbrush in your jammies because you're going straight to jail. Yes. He called it wasteful litigation, hodgepodge, legally irrelevant, nonsensical. He was saying these guys just would not stop. And so, and this is what we're getting to, and this is kind of where the sadness comes in. The fine is now four, approaching $4 million. Well, he dropped the boom on them to the tune of $4 million, just under $4 million. Yes. But there's so much more to this. So as you were saying this, I mean, you went through that. You were so mellow when you were going through that. Right. You're being very journalistic, and I credit you for that. Right. I'm reading a story from but the Salt think, Lake Tribune. Yeah, that's yeah. directly taken from the Salt Lake Tribune. Mm-hmm. Um, we were shocked. You and I were both reading this together. We were shocked. Uh, head in the sand litigation. Right. Um, just I, The judge hammered them. And then he made them pay nearly $4 million in attorney's fees for San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. But there's so much more to this. You think that's bad. So you have $4 million. Right. Okay. Just under, it was like 3 point something million dollars. 3.9 something yeah. or 3.8 something. But then they have to pay $200,000 in witness fees because every witness has to be paid for their time. What? Really? Oh, so that's no. something. It's in, a, it's in a 37-page thing. I went through and read it, and a lot of people just didn't even look. They didn't even look that far. So $200,000 in, in, in witness fees, okay? Then the judge tells him, oh, by the way, 
you can't use your any any merchandise that you have printed, right. any literature, any print ads, anything that you have that has the term Comic Con in it. Yes. The court could force you to surrender every single piece of this merchandise or print material and we would destroy it now we're not going to make you surrender all of this but you are not allowed to use this merchandise for sale for display for marketing okay it can't be seen in public anywhere you can basically keep it for your own archives never to be seen again by the public. What? So think about all of the printing, all of that material, everything that they still have. Everything from wristbands to lanyards to T-shirts to posters to stuff that they would put up in the venue itself. Right. That stuff, you have no idea how expensive that stuff is. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars have to be spent to just to do in-venue signage. Wow. So they can't use any of that stuff. It's all gone. All of it is gone. So you factor in if uh, if if what I've heard is correct, which I don't know if it is, two million in their own legal fees. Okay, all of the stuff that they lost there. Right. Two hundred thousand in witness payments, and just under four million dollars in in basically paying all of San Diego Comic Con's legal fees because they kept appealing and kept appealing and kept appealing. You're right. Uh, and we'll appeal again, as we know. They are in, you know, probably the neighborhood of seven million bucks, if not more. Wow. Because we just don't know. Yeah. Okay. It is catastrophic. What has happened to these two is absolutely catastrophic. Not only for these two and their bad decisions, like genuinely, sincerely, really asinine, bad, bad, bad decisions. But it affects not only them, it also affects all of their staff. It affects all of the fans Mm -hmm. that want to come. Because if you're asking me, I don't know for sure, but I've been through similar processes with different companies and movie productions and things like that. Right. Uh, How are they going to pay that back? How can you possibly pay that back? Especially when you're comping as many people in as you guys are. Well, I mean, let's, I mean, the average person, let's say I'm the average person. I would say, hey, they've been going for five years. They've probably made millions from this thing, right? They could just pay it back pretty easy. That's what I thought. But then in the trial, you saw this. Yeah. In the trial, it was revealed that they'd only made $3 million over the entire run. Whoa. And I don't know if that's net or gross or what that is. Twice a year. Doing it twice a year. Right. Ooh. They've only made $3 million. Okay. Brass tax. They're having a, a I was about to say final because it is, they, they're having a convention next week. Yeah. And how can they continue after this it, with all of that money that they owe? Because they did try to actually push the trial till after this event. They petitioned well, yeah. the judge to try and get it after. Which yeah. he said, no. <laughs> Thank you, Judge mm, Judge yeah. Chancellor. No, no, no. Yeah, he yeah. was like, no. Because right. they're waiting to see gonna... how, how ticket sales go for the actual event. Yes. And yeah, no, he's not going to And wait. granted, it'll be a big one. There's there's guests that are good. Yeah. That people are going to want to see. There's one last guest, sadly. I know. That I really wanted to. Which was? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, poor guy. That's a longer story, obviously. But yeah. he won't be there. You know, but it's just, it's not going well. And I, I kind of want to ask you because we can ballyhoo about this all we want. Do you like yep. that word? But yep. ballyhoo. I, I would want to. You haven't used that one yet. <laughs> I honestly. know. Ballyhoo. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> you can write down ballyhoo. Ballyhoo. Is that with two L's? Yeah, it's two L's. Is that, an, is that a W-H-O or an H-O-O? Uh, ballyhoo. H-O-O. H-O-O. 
Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So please continue. Okay. Yes. Let's say they're going to regroup. They're going to have a big meeting at the end of this event. Okay. Do you like how we're planning it? We're not even uh, like yeah. we're banned yeah. from the event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're Just in charge. Hey. Chunga. Yep. Ring, 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 ring. I need help. What can I possibly do? I owe this much money. Okay. And I'm going to try to make this work because I want to keep doing this event. Yeah. How is this possible? Okay. <clears throat> In case people don't know, I do have experience running live events. Everything from uh, our ghost hunting stuff that we've done to different shows, different conventions, um, y- you name it. Right. We've done stuff at CES and I performed at South by Southwest and then PrepperCon and, and, and then, of course, the very first Solly Comic Con which was largely just kind of a bunch of pirates trying to put this thing on. Dan and you and me and Chandler and Ben Hansen. And uh, there wasn't a lot of people. Tony, Tony was there. Yeah. Um, If I'm, so you're asking me if I'm doing this post judgment or before, because before I would just say, okay, there wouldn't have been a problem to begin with. No, no, no. Yeah. That's number one. You call San Diego comic-con and say, Hey, can we bring our car down? And if not, it's totally cool. I just want to get your approval ahead of time because I don't want to step on your toes. Okay. Okay. Then there's no issue. Then if there is an issue and they send you a cease and desist, you then stop. And then you work it out with them as you go. Hey, Chung, it's too late. So it's too, too late. late. We can't go done. through all of that. <laughs> How okay? do you save the convention? Okay. Well, this is this is the my fries are done. Sorry. Here is <laughs> here is the convention. Okay. okay. Here is the post convention analysis. The court is going to tell them they have a couple of options. Okay, option number one is they pay the the penalties which are owed to the court, which will then be dispersed to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Pay it in full. <laughs> Who could do that? <laughs> okay, maybe Ben Affleck. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't see that happening. Unless, because if if they do have that kind of money in their coffers, they're going to be dipping into personal accounts. Sure, uh, I don't I don't see that happening. Right. So then, what you do is you, uh, if you can't do that, you go to San Diego Comic Con and you try to broker some sort of a payment schedule. Oh wow! Okay, like forty nine dollars per month for the next two hundred years for the next millennia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people, they look at this number and they don't realize just how much money this is. So let me break it down like a fraction for you. Okay. Oh, no math. If you are going to pay them back, if if what we are theorizing, we don't know for sure, is actually the case and you have to pay your lawyers back and their lawyers back and da, 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 you're going to have to pay back a million dollars a year for the next five to seven years. Oh, my gosh. A million dollars a year. For the next five to seven years. Silly money. Okay. Well, that's probably not going to be in the cards if you want to continue to try and operate as a fan convention. Right. Which means you're going to have to lower that down. Well, can you see them going down to, okay, well, cut it in half. You're now paying $500,000 a year for the next 10 to 15 years. Still. Wow. Not going to happen. No. So I don't. I don't see them coming up with a with an equitable solution there because not only does San Diego have to have to agree to it, so does the federal court. Okay. So I don't. I don't see that happening. Here's the other option. Okay. You give it to San Diego Comic Con. Oh. You have to oh, give. You bend the knee. You, you really? have to. You have to. You wow. go back to San Diego Comic Con. You beg for mercy and you say, "We're going to give you Fanex." We're going to give you our entire operation. We would like to stay on as the guys that run it. Okay. 
So like you want to produce the show. You're going to pay us X amount of dollars a year until this we'll is satisfied. We're going to be your employees mm-hmm. until this is satisfied. Okay. It is now yours. Huh. And then when it's satisfied, maybe you can negotiate a repurchase of your... But then again, once again, the court has to agree to it, and and that probably involves the SEC, mm-hmm. or maybe not the SEC, but the like the uh, Federal Trade Commission. There, there's probably a lot of different things that go into play there when you're talking about uh, a crowd of this size right. and, and a business this big. Okay, so those are the options. The other option is is that you just say, "I can't see, I can't do this, we can't pay this, we are declaring bankruptcy." Ooh. At which point. Um, a couple of things could happen depending on the nature of their company. Uh, if it's an LLC, their personal property may be protected, but they may be big enough that they can't be. I, I don't know. I don't know what their structure is. Uh, they will try to do everything and anything they can to keep their personal property from being seized. I'm talking well, about your homes, your yeah, cars. Yeah, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, right. no doubt, mm-hmm. uh, in, in assets. You, you, but again, that's your family, that's your college funds, your inheritance, if there's any, any sort of private stash of money that you have been able, any sort of private wealth you've been able to accumulate. Swear jar, you name it. They will note, yeah. <laughs> right. Fillings in your teeth, you <laughs> name it, they're going to come after it. I hope this is not boring to people. To me, this is both tragic and fascinating at the same time to right. learn how this kind of stuff plays out because mm-hmm. this is hardball show business. There is no, I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. This was a huge blow to them. The uh, so, so again, you try to keep them from breaching the, the personal property and so you just give them everything and then you, you walk away. Okay. You walk away with whatever money you have and you just go, look, I'm out of this. I'm going to go get a job at the Seb for a little while and I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to, I'm just, I don't want to hear the name con. I don't want to think about trying to book the green Ranger one more time. None of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I totally know. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the other, okay. So that's what you could do or what they could do to protect themselves. The other stupid version, which they've already said they're going to do is appeal one more time oh, yeah. come on. to the ninth circuit court which is the court above where they're at. Ninth Circuit Court is based in California. Many of the judges are in San Diego. This decision is absolutely the worst decision to make, which means that's probably exactly what they're going to do. Is appeal and rack that up even further. Okay, okay. Okay. That's all good and fine. That's a lot of stuff. But I want to know, like, and what people are going to want to know and why they're mad at San Diego Comic-Con is because they think Goliath is crushing David in this case. Mm -hmm. Well, I bet a lot of our listeners think this. Even though David was, like, throwing poo at Goliath while he was sleeping, like, hey! And and Goliath is a decades-old nonprofit organization (laughs) that does a lot of good for a lot of people that need it. Hey! Um, Heard you're pretty charitable. Well, Dick. look. This is okay. So, so I didn't answer. I didn't. I didn't answer your question. No, I no, just you looked did. At the I, options I, that were like. Available I, I, I kind of want to go into more of like. Let's say it was saved. I mean, this is a maybe pipe dream at this point, and maybe uh, San Diego Comic Con came into town. Like, if that is an option, would the what, op- what happens? Would the local audience who is so pro local underdog yep. w- would they be able to accept that? They would be mad for one year. Okay. Okay. They would be mad. Um, if San Diego was smart and they did retain ownership of this, then what they would do is they would take 
Uh, they would take some money and they would invest very heavily in a very solid PR campaign. People of Utah, we love you. We want to give you the best con ever. Oh, by the way, the entire cast of episode nine is going to be coming in and we're going to give you an exclusive trailer for you to watch here that is only going to be seen at the Solid Comic Con. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would just Something do community big. outreach. They would do some 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 good kind of feel-good PR. The people would come into town and they would say, look, they'd go on the news and do a whole PR blitz and say, this is where this money goes. This is, We're a nonprofit organization. Here's all of the people that this money helps. And by the way, because we love you guys, instead of the usual $150 a ticket that you have to pay for San Diego, you're going to go for 50 bucks. And we want everybody to come and check it out. And people go, well, I don't know if I, I'm going to go check it out. I'm not going to have fun though. (laughs) I'm going to go see the whole cast of Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah. And they think, and then, and then I'll, I'll go see the trailer, but I'll be pissed. (laughs) They'll be mad for a little bit. And then, and then that'll be that. And then, and then it will press on. But I really think what will happen is San Diego will come in. They'll do the market research. They'll figure out that the populace isn't big enough. And well, no, the populace, I mean, they get 100,000 people every time. I mean, it's not like there's not a yeah, want for Yeah, because a lot of them are comped. Listen. A, a lot yeah, Listen. Yeah. Okay. People of Utah are known for a couple of things. <laughs> one of which, this is not a knock on the people of Utah. I'm one Funeral of them. Potatoes. Funeral potatoes. Funeral sure. potatoes. And they are cheap as... F- yeah. Mm-hmm. They hang on to their money. Right. It is very hard to get Utahns to part with their money. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing to do. Believe me, we know. It's it's tough to do. Yeah. And I think they may come in, do the market research, and find this out, okay? And they go, ah, let's see. Well, we've got this many people there. A plane ticket is a hundred bucks, and we're going to bring more money into the into the city of San Diego where we're based. We're gonna keep the government officials in San Diego happy, and we're just gonna close the doors. Ooh. Uh, okay. Okay. That would honestly, from their perspective, that is probably the safest bet to just shut this thing down after they take ownership of it and maybe do some community outreach here, offer discounts for people that go to San Diego Comic-Con if you have a Utah driver's license or something like that. As See, a way that's to so and, sad. I think that's the oh, sad it's part. Terrible. Right. It's, it's tragic. And, and in my opinion, on a wholesale level, unnecessary. Right. All they had to do was just make a few phone calls, get permission. Bend the knee. And maybe just... You know, not exhibit so much hubris and just say, look, okay, you guys, I mean, let's not forget San Diego did try to settle with them a couple of times, as I understand it. Yeah. They did try to settle with them and they were like, no way. We're going all the way with this bad boy. And they did. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, you can go back and listen to the shows. the, the, The shows that we did throughout this entire thing are still, they're still active. They're still there. You can go listen to them. Yep. We called this all the way down the line. You don't have to go to Harvard Business to know that this was just bad, like all the way down the line. They shouldn't have done a lot of this stuff. And uh, and it's it's terrible for the people of Salt Lake City. It's terrible for, for Dan Farr, who is a friend. Brian Brandenburg, listen, I wouldn't walk across the street to piss on that dude if he was on fire. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. Right. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of them I feel really bad for. Um, and it, just for, you know, we have so many geek listeners out there. And I'm I know geek. we have a lot of people that, that it's, absolutely it's, love it. It is pretty con. sad. I mean, and that's kind of why I want Six Flags to buy Lagoon is because I want the bigger, better event. I want something to come in and actually say, oh, you've been enjoying this. How about let's show you this? It's interesting yeah. that you brought that up. Yeah. Because you referenced this. 
uh, when we were talking about this. You mm-hmm. said, well, this could be like that time that Six Flags was was on the verge of buying Lagoon. Right. And everybody was like, no, we've got to keep Lagoon local. We don't want Six Flags to buy. It's the oldest roller coaster. Our, <laughs> we've got to have it. Six Flags would come in here. People would be like, oh, this is terrible. Let's go. Money, yeah. money, money, money. And then off they go to Lagoon. Oh, yeah, which the is the same big. price. And Lagoon gets built up. I mean, yeah. I would love to see San Diego Comic-Con, if they can't pay them back, come in, build this thing up, uh, create a real treasure for the people of Utah. Yeah. You know, even though it's owned by people that aren't local, they are a nonprofit organization. Um, they are not the big, bad, horrible people that so many of the sheep that follow Dan and, and Brian think they are. Right. They're defending their business. Exactly. Um, and getting pestered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, listen, I need. I want to be clear with you. I am not pro San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I have done some work with them in the past. Yeah. I know people that have worked with them in the past. They're good guys. They're good. They're good men and women that that uh, work damn hard at building their brand, and they should be commended for that. Yeah. Uh, not that Brian and Dan shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. See, I loved when we first started at the the name that we cannot mention anymore, Salt Lake Comic Con, and then Fanex. It was the wild, wild west, like you said, and we were involved in in these panels, which honestly were game changers for me. Oh yeah, I had so much fun. I did too. And then. A year later, everything changed. Yeah. It became like... It was It was six months later, it was dude. Buddy, it was six months later. It was like a circle jerk. It was buddies doing each other's favors and yeah. being like highlighting, yeah, you're the, you're my guy, you're my yeah. guy, and you guys aren't for some catty reason. And I was like, wow, this just isn't fun anymore. Well, they were doing things. They were doing really shitty things. Uh, things I don't even know if we've talked about it on the show. Uh, we were getting huge. We were being booked on panels, you, me, Chandler, um... Ben, we, we were being booked on panels that were bringing in thousands of people yeah. per panel. These were massive, massive halls yeah. that were being filled. Uh, lines all the way through the Salt Palace, huge to come in and hear what we were saying about our ghost hunting or about movies or whatever. And they would intentionally move us to rooms that had 20 seats. Like, no joke. Right. We got moved. We did a demonology mm-hmm. panel where we were bringing in these haunted artifacts. The people were lined out the door, out of the Salt Palace, all the way through it to see. And they put us in a room, no joke, 15 seats. Oh, last minute. Last minute. Until last you minute changed issue. that. Until I just hijacked a room. Ruffled a few feathers. Really pissed them off, but I said, yeah. no. Uh, the Dragon Lance, you know, you and the five nerds, get out of here. We're taking over this this thousand person seat hall. And right. it was packed. And then people had to stand up in the back because there wasn't enough and they, seats. And, and still people couldn't get in. Yeah. We were treated very, very poorly. But that first con, when it was just a bunch of pirates, you, me, Chandler, run the Jazz Bear somehow was involved <laughs> yeah, with yeah, of course. Tony Toscano, who's, yeah. who's uh, you know, an, an alumni of, of the morning show. Uh, we were just kind of hosting panels. I was doing all the big panels. I did the Peter Mayhew thing and the 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 uh, David Prowse Star Wars thing and the Lou Ferrigno thing. I did all the big panels, and you did a bunch, a, a ton of the big panels, and a lot of them they didn't even have moderators for. So you were just standing in there like, uh, I'll help. I'll just go ahead and do it. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I it was it. great. Yes. Wasn't it fun? And everybody had a blast, and, and it's unfortunate that things have turned out the way that they have. Uh, it, it's really It's really too bad. I miss that. I truly do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I do too. Anyways, we've belabored the point. We'll we? see. I mean, you, you, there will be appeals. We can always report well, what do you on think? later. Are we, are we, are, let's be sportscasters. Let's be sports. I now. think that's, it will be a delay of game. I think this will be the final fan X. They will, they will tease another one for a year from now. I agree. And it will not happen. 
It'll just kind of fizzle out. It will fizzle out, but it'll be a delay of game. They will not have to pay for maybe two more years. It, it, well, I, there was one more option that I that I didn't say. Hmm. If I were a real shit, <laughs> I mean, if I were a real weasel, <laughs> and I wanted to get around this, okay, I would close the doors, tell everybody to piss off, and I would take it to China. Oh yeah, it's actually a smart idea. Mm-hmm. I would take all of our inventory. I would take all of our stuff that we can that we could take, all of our infrastructure that we had built up. I'd put it all in shipping containers. I would take it all to Hong Kong or Macau. Yeah. And I would set up shop and I would start it in Asia somewhere where people have tons of money and they would come in by the buttload and just spend well, cash. If you remember, I mean, let's dig a little bit further back in the past. This whole show is like a con show, a con, con job show. Um, yeah. But like, remember we were working with Fantasy Con and they were hoping for this big, huge event and making lots of money yeah. so they could go to Asia. Like I don't. The, I don't remember him saying he wanted to go to Asia. Yeah, that was his big plan. He was, was like, "I'm going to take this dragon, and we're going to we're going to go make it big in Asia because the market is so ready for this." Is that right? I don't. Yes. Remember, well, maybe it's a subliminal thing. And remember, they just yeah. they lost money, and so I mean, there's nothing that yeah, can be done at that yeah, point. Yeah, they made some bad choices. Yeah. Too. Um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, it, it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, you're predicting that this is the last. Um, yes fan convention or comic-con in town I agree with at that. least owned by these guys yeah yeah you're predicting it's the last one yeah how could they fund another one uh, unless I, they there's, there's investors no, coming out of the woodwork yeah uh, unless but they unless the they, name has been tainted at this point i would say anything outside of them giving it to them and then asking to stay on as employees i don't see how it happens yeah we could buy it um no we can't <laughs> <laughs> not for, not for that kind no not for that kind of money no way um <laughs> Okay, well, let's see. Let's. Uh, it'll be interesting. We again, we would love everyone's opinion on this. Right. I know that we have a lot of fans. They, it's. I, I think our fans are awesome because they've been able to recognize. Okay, we love this. We know that these guys are pissed. They weren't treated well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the conventions, but we're also going to understand why. Well, why Kenny and Chunga and right. Chandler are pissed off. Yeah, um, no big deal. But yeah, um, it, it is. It is unfortunate. Uh, speaking of of unfortunate. And that was probably the worst segue to one of the saddest things, I think. I told you it was going to be a weird it's show. It's going to be a weird yeah. show. Just get ready. Uh, I've seen something over the past couple of days that uh, has been really a little, well, it's been a little troubling to me, honestly. Okay. Uh, on a couple of different levels. I'm actually being quite serious here. I'm, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to point directly to the yet another active shooter situation, mm-hmm. another oh, yeah. mass killing in mm-hmm. Florida. At a a professional video game tournament. Yes, um, I am surprised. I didn't know that they actually had professional video game tournaments. I thought they were well, all amateur. They do, they've had esports pretty much everywhere for different kinds of games. This was a Madden one. Yeah, which apparently they hold you know large scale events for. And and this is what I'm upset. Obviously, I'm sickened by the fact that somebody would go into such a fun, carefree exciting environment if you're a video game fan yes and shoot the place up i mean it's just uh beyond obscene i I don't even have a word to describe what i feel about something like this truly uh that's a given i think everybody knows that i think anybody who's even halfway sane could recognize how tragic this is um but i've seen so much irresponsible journalism around this and again it's the same shit over and over and over it's maddening to me it's very very frustrating and and in my opinion, of course, and there will be no doubt a an army of people that will disagree with me. No one is pointing to, at least not that I've seen, is pointing to the real problem here. I've seen it over and over and over again. I've seen two things. Video games. Yes. 
violent video violent video games well they're playing a football video Fo- game football. So it's madden mm-hmm. um it's violent video games ah, video games gone too far we i even heard a lady on uh it was on fox news one of the commentators saying well remember back in the day they used to do commercials with fred flintstone smoking cigarettes and we would let 13 year olds smoke and now we look at it now and we just can't even imagine that we let our children do this maybe in future generations we'll look back and we'll see oh i can't believe we let our kids play these horrible psychologically mind bending uh things for hours on end days on end sounds like 1984 sounds great it's just no here's the thing oh my gosh there is and obviously with any shooting people would be like guns it's guns fault you know but at this at this time and i don't know maybe because there was only a, a few deaths but they're pointing to gamers they're pointing to the types of games and to the gamers which they generally say are toxic white males yeah well yeah which which Actually, I don't even know that white males are the prime demographic anymore. Yeah, I mean, I would be interested. I don't think that's it's the quite case a anymore. diverse landscape. It's a very that, diverse. That landscape. is where yeah. the fingers are pointing. Oh, exactly. Is the kind of games that are made, the content that people consume, and I mean, how many billions of dollars do video games make at this point per this year? This is a several billion dollar a year industry. If video games were the problem, uh, believe me, DJ Morgan Hayes would be a psychopathic killer. Kenny D would be a psychopathic killer. Same for me, same for Chandler, same for the majority of uh, people, I would say, under the age of 50 in the United States. Yeah. Uh, This is a massive, massive, massive industry. And this is not, this is where I'm driving with this. This is where I want to go with this. We don't have a video game problem in this country. I'll even go as far as to say we don't have a gun problem in this country. We have a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem yeah we have a mental health problem disguised as a no one wants it's like a, a river around a rock and the rock being mental illness and not enough is being done not enough is being said and you've got these lazy effing journalists that go they that sit point around, to a college thesis that they found somewhere that backs yeah. up their point yeah they sit around in a newsroom and they go to whatever they think is going to get the people the most riled up right it's going to get the biggest reaction. That's the only reason why you're seeing people saying, oh, well, it's the video games doing it instead of, oh, well, it's the guns doing it. Now it's the video games because they know it's an easier target. And that's why they're saying it. Yet we've got Dr. Matt, who's one of the most celebrated clinical psychologists in the entire country, who has done report after report after report saying, you know, in, in most cases, the vast majority of cases, uh, video games are actually very helpful to people. They're yeah. great at teaching kids that would not have the ability to socialize to socialize. They're great for hand-eye coordination. They're great to build uh, people with ADD, teaching them how to focus and how to concentrate. How to be creative. How to be creative. Yeah. There are all kinds of positives that come out of video games. And after all, this was a football. This was a football video game. Yeah. It's not like they're playing Doom or something where they're, they're shooting everything up. Not that it's not Grand Theft Auto. Right. I mean, I understand there are repugnant, awful video games out there. But video games are not the problem, and I think it's it's uh, it is people that are being irresponsible with their message that is the problem. You know, you think guns are bad? Okay, that's fine. That's your opinion. That's all right. Mm-hmm. I think about how many times a car has killed somebody in the United States just this year, and not only that for intentional mass killings. How many times has some whack job driven a car into a crowd of people? And how many times have you heard people say it's cars? We got to control cars. We got to get we got to get cars under control. Yeah, they just don't. They don't. They don't do it. 
The thing is, I think with mental illness, it is so hard to control. I mean, you can you can regulate video games. You can regulate guns. Mental illness, there's like, oh, I wish we could do something. Well, look, I'm the first mm-hmm. to tell you, and and this is where you know I'm going to anger both sides now because now the Let's the left is the left is totally pissed at me. Right. If you have a mental illness, you have no business owning a handgun. Oh, of course. You have no business owning a gun. Period. I agree. If you're suffering from a mental illness, it is in your best interests to not even want one. You don't. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have one. So, do you think there should also be a content warning, or like people shouldn't be able to watch? obscene movies for example if you have a mental illness because you know certainly these kind of these kinds that's of a images, great argument yeah, but, but no, no i don't that are just broken no i don't because because somebody with a mental illness can't take a movie and go kill somebody with it um they can take a handgun and go kill somebody with it yeah they can't take an assault rifle that they find somewhere and go kill somebody with it i i do i think there needs to be a heightened level of awareness when you're dealing with someone who is mentally ill and you have guns in the house yeah yeah you need to be more responsible you need to take control you need to not let people have access it's just common sense you have a son who is on antidepressants or who is you know an an absolute uh challenge to you who is suffering from a mental illness it's probably in your best interest to get the damn guns out of the house yeah that's not to say you can't go shoot and go have fun with your grown-up mates or whatever if you've got your son or your daughter somewhere who's suffering and you need a break and you want to go out with your friends and go shoot fine but you just don't let them have access to it uh i don't know how this guy got these guns uh i haven't followed this story close enough because every single time i turn on the news it's like are video games causing the problem i can't i so i haven't even made it to i'm just like okay i can't watch this right it's very very I mean, very concerning to me. You watch the news and they can they can say like he's Antifa or they can say he's part of these organizations. It's just there's something wrong inside his head. Mad men take lives. And so how do we solve it? I don't know. But well, it's it's that that's an answer that can't happen here. But what I can Mm -hmm. say is, is um, uh, I I sure wish. And again, I mean, what are we? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I, I would like to think that we're that we're three guys. We have a massive audience that can actually step in and say, "Okay, everybody, just think, just think for a minute. Step outside of your box. Step out of side of your social issues or your own social opinions, and just look at this rationally for a minute." I'm the first guy to say I own guns. I own tons and tons of guns. I've been a gun guy my entire life. But the problem with this is is that there are millions and mil- tens of millions of people that are also very responsible, very safe, very proud gun owners. That doesn't make everyone a psychopath. Right. That doesn't make everyone irresponsible. And uh, I don't want this to be a pro-gun thing. I don't want this to be an anti-gun thing. What I want this to be is uh, responsible messages within social media and traditional journalism and traditional news media. And I also want to see somebody somewhere. I don't know if it's Congress, I don't know if it's local government, I don't know if it's mom and dad taking a greater responsibility for people that are hurting and suffering over conditions that they largely can't control and protecting these people. Right. And protecting the people around them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I, I'm not going to be on my soapbox for too long, but it just pisses me off to no end when when every time I turn on the news, it's, well, our video game's evil. I'll be honest with you, I think we have short-term memory loss when it comes to shootings. Like, we get really mad, especially if children die and then a week goes by and another crazy thing in the other side of the world happens. We forget. Yeah. Right. And so everyone's like, the politicians do nothing. 
I think in many ways it's because I think journalists lie. Journalists are lazy and we're getting the wrong stories. And if you think if you think we're it's I mean honestly if you're listening to this right now and you think we're not telling you the truth, we've sat in these meetings. Yeah. I I've done talk radio. Yeah. We sit down and we prepare uh, what are we going to talk about every radio run and we do? Where are we going to go with this? The set mm-hmm. list is right here. Okay? That we we plan this out. It, we we don't have a script. It's not planned out word for word, but we definitely have a path and we know where we're going. And I can tell you that's exactly what happens on all these other shows. And they go, okay, well, what's going to get the biggest reaction from people? Ah, are video games evil? Because you're going to get a whole bunch of people who don't play video games who are going to go, yeah, see, I knew it. I told you video games are evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not. People are evil. Is a gun evil? No, gun is an evil. It's neither good nor bad. It's a. It's just like a toaster. It is a thing that does either good or bad depending on the user who may or may not be mentally ill. If you're mentally ill, then it's obviously a bad thing. Right. You know, fix this. We got to fix this anyway. So that's that's my that's my little rant. Enough of the video game shit. Video games are not illegal. They're not evil. They shouldn't be made illegal. You shouldn't. I, I mean, I've heard all kinds of stuff over the past couple of days. Yeah. It's just lazy journalism. Lazy journalism. Thank you, Chandler. Yeah. That's exactly well, there, right. And to, to kind of go on this just a little bit longer, just something kind of minor, though. Um, there's a, a report that came out from the Department of Education saying that there are over 200 school shootings or shootings inside schools within the past year in 2017. Okay. There was NPR actually came out and did some research and did some due diligence on this and confirmed only 11 of those. But the media is going crazy. Well, if there's a bullet anywhere near a school, even they, like they count it as a, as a shooting somewhere outside. Or if it's gang on gang violence. Yes. And they're or like, oh, there's 200 in the vicinity, or if there wasn't actually. No, the stories so are already written. But so when there's a shooting, lazy. they're the first to publish a story and tie it in with whatever ver- whatever bias and then they just want. spew whatever they want Man, to the public. You know, and if I'm if I'm left wing, and you guys you guys know this about me, uh-huh. um, I'm a fiscally conservative. Person. Yeah, socially you're pretty left wing. I'm really left wing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I well, I don't want to say like I'm I'm not progressive left wing, but I'm definitely more left wing than than a lot of people uh, when it comes to social issues. Uh, I feel people that that are just terrified of guns. The vast majority of these people have never owned a gun. Many of them have never fired a gun, and they're absolutely terrified of it. And I'm not discounting their opinion because they've never shot a gun before. Their opinion is valid, mm-hmm. and it's a discussion that deserves to be had. Uh, but I don't want the wrong things being vilified when the things that should be vilified are not being given their due. Right. That's really what it comes down to, for me anyway. Yeah, it makes total sense. So uh, I know we're probably going to get a lot of, <laughs> we're going to catch all kinds of shit, because this really isn't what the show's about, but man, it's this week Every it once is. in a while we uh, need to. Yeah, this week it is. Yeah. Well, it's about life, right? The show's yeah. about life. That's what we do. What's our show about? Life. Life. Think about life. Uh, speaking of which, we need to do some shout outs on a yes, complete, hey, totally, totally switching gears. Uh, we have, uh, we've got to give some shout outs for last week. Uh, this was actually Chandler's idea, this lunchbox thing that we yeah. did. And got so a huge, awesome. Thank you. huge response. This is like one of our top three jungle polls we've ever done. Yeah, it was just kind of a random thought thinking. Okay, lots and lots of fun. It's a personal thing. Let's see Let's see what the audience says. I'm surprised that a lot of people still had their lunchboxes. We were talking about what lunchbox did you rock when you were a little kid? Did you have one that you just hung on to forever? Chandler hung on to his Django Fett lunchbox. Django Fett. 
pretty much through high school. <laughs> Let me just say Jingo Fett. Way longer than I should it's have. Is John Wick your new Jingo Fett? Yes. John Wick. Jingo Fett. Jingo Fett. Uh, I, I watched John Wick again today. Oh, did you really? Sweet. Oh. So we all saw the picture of John Wick taking someone on a motorcycle down John on Wick a horse. He's on a horse. Shooting yeah. a dude in the head. With a helmet on. On a bike. <laughs> John Wick is the coolest man alive. Okay, so should we go through a couple shout outs? Yeah, 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 let's, yeah let's do let's some do shout outs for people. All right. Okay, Megan Justine Parker has a Smurfs lunch lunch pail and the thermos that goes with it. Wait, nice. a lunch pail? Yeah. Smurfs. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Paul, okay. Paula Mullins has a Sesame Street lunchbox and thermos. They are both metal. All right, Which, shout out shout out to Paula Mullins. Randy Lamb has a Mighty Mouse lunchbox. Wow, I didn't see that one. Has or had. He didn't have a picture, so maybe not. Shout out to <laughs> Randy Lamb? Yep. Randy shout out to Lamb. Randy Lamb. Uh, Brian Bass says he had a Scooby-Doo and a Space 1999. Ah, uh, Space 1999. My friend Jeff had one of those. No way, really? Yeah, and I had a Scooby-Doo one. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, this one's awesome. Rebecca Lickety Split. She has a Secret of Nim lunchbox. Wow. Secret of Nim. That's cool. That's a hipster. I didn't see that one either. Dan Merrill had a Knight Rider, a He Man, and an Adam West Batman lunchbox. (laughs) All three. So this is I loved this. Yeah. I loved this so much. We had so many I didn't get to see all of them. Uh Brittany yeah, Brinkerhoff, Country Bear Jamboree. Now see cool. now see now you're stretching. Uh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, Coach Blue who's who does uh, Attic Tap. Uh, Blue Robinson, on, yeah. He had a Mr. T cartoon uh lunchbox. Coach Blue. Which is it's just <laughs> represent awesome Mr. T. Yeah. And I'll just end on this one. Uh Crystal Whitko has Fox and the Hound. The Fox and Ooh, the Hound. It's the saddest cool lunch one. ever, actually. That was a, it, that was a tragic. It's a really tragic. And there's movie. a matching thermos. Well, I'm a hound <laughs> dog. So uh, I'm yeah, there are a lot. There are a lot of a lot of Batman, a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I saw a couple GI Joe, which couple I was, GI Joe. I, was right. about. I had a Kiss lunchbox. I didn't see any Kiss lunchboxes. Now I, I do have to represent all the people that said, "Well, my my parents never bought the lunchbox. They had the brown bag, paper bag, yeah, yeah. which is fine. No judgment. I had a brown bag half the time as well. Well, it was funny too because Chandler saw one. Uh, well, there were a couple of these actually yeah. where it was like. Uh, I was too poor. My family yeah. was too poor. We had to get free lunch at school, so I never had a lunchbox. And Chandler actually called me and he said, hey, um, do we need to pull this down? I feel bad. I don't want to be insensitive yeah. for people. I said, Chandler, no, you're not getting it. There's nothing insensitive about this. People are telling their story. Right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If they were too poor at the time, I, I celebrate them. Yeah. Look where they're at. Look, look, They're living completely normal lives for the most oh, part. I'm dead. I, yeah. I, I feel your pain for brown baggers out there because when you had a sandwich, it was always smashed by the giant Granny Smith apple. Yep. <laughs> always. Always. And and to be fair, my Scooby-Doo lunchbox bullies threw it under a car. And rather than me getting a new one, my mom took like masking tape and taped it all back together. And I had to carry uh, that thing for months until it just went. So it's not like, you know, I was rocking a new lunchbox every single year. Yeah. You know, we all had our, our, our lunchbox after crosses to bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, and and I don't want anybody ever to shy away from saying, hey, look, I was I was poor. Yeah. You know, my family grew up with all kinds of challenges. We didn't have that kind of stuff. That's your story. We want to hear it. That's your story. Totally. People want to hear that. So uh, please don't shy away from commenting in the Goblin Group or Facebook or uh, any of the other places. My personal Facebook page, uh, any of that kind of stuff. We want to hear it from me anytime we do a Chunga Poll. So um, So we're doing a whole tangent for this next one. Well, is it? Is it? A, is it a I whole? I tangent? wouldn't really say a tangent. I don't know. I think we kind of tangented ourselves out on the gunship. I think <laughs> it's, it's a seasonal tangent, if you will. Uh, okay. It is time to shift Radio Ronin. Ooh, Guys, so shifting Ooh. the Radio Ronin. We're shifting now. It's Ooh. time for Halloween. 
Yeah. We're shifting. We're shifting. Come it now. on, it's basically September, and so we need to make the chunga pull about this. And basically, every day, every day needs this to be show airs from on now August thirtieth. It's August. Does it August thirtieth? Does it matter, chunga? For me, no. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. But it, I've been trying to get Bishop Shannon uh, to put up some Halloween stuff. I know, for example, Denver at Brute Squad, Denver Robbins, who mm-hmm. is uh, who has been with the Morning Show, and he's just been our buddy forever. Uh, Chandler and here on Brute Squad together. Yep. Um, he's already put up Halloween decorations. Oh yeah, we're already on up. A, a giant dollhouse and like all this creepy stuff. And wait, at work or at home? No, at home. Okay. Just in his free time. Dolls are so creepy. It's so creepy. It's uh, awesome. An- Angela Hammond, our good friend uh, Angela Hammond, if she's still listening after the gun stuff, which I doubt. Um, <laughs> she, I know she, I think she started putting up Halloween stuff. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison has put up Halloween Dude, stuff. I so. have been craving more Halloween season stuff. Yeah, you really have. Yeah. Thing is, That's is why not, you've been playing Diablo. Usually an, an early holiday I don't, kind of guy. Except I love... I said I'm not a fall guy, but uh-huh. I do love leaves falling. Uh, I, here I, we go. I love the feel of October, and so I want to extend that a little bit more this year because I'm just ready. I generally dedicate October first. That's scary movie time. It's a scary movie every night. Okay. I want to start today. Well, here's I just here's, do. do it. Here's the thing that I've noticed. I think people. I think retailers. I don't know if there's like a weird trend, like retailer economic magazine, and everybody reads it. But I noticed last year everybody started really late, including Disneyland. They oh, started, they yeah, we were there uh, when they kicked off Dis- uh, Halloween time. I used to, when I did the radio show, uh, we would go out and kick off Halloween time at Disneyland every single year. And so I was like, well, let's go to Disneyland. Let's go Let's go old school and let's oh. be there for the kickoff of it. I remember how they celebrated. They gave everyone Legionnaire's disease. No, Kenny, no. <laughs> Here's your own very own Legionnaire's disease, everybody. That was, that was last that was year. Yes, that was, was last year. Yeah. When I, yeah, that's, I forgot. That's nice um, of them. Hey, I still, we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it here in a minute, but um, they started late. Well, this year they're starting on September 7th. They're kicking off Halloween. Um, so here's my question, because everyone seems ready. The haunted houses are opening early. I know the Queen Mary has already started their Halloween Costco stuff. Costco has costumes up. Disneyland yeah. has already done their first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. They've already done their first The merch is one. out. That's awesome. Yeah. The what is out? The merch. They already have oh, some the merch. Of the merch yeah, out. the merch is out. So... This is the Jungle Pole question of the day. Okay. Uh, it seems like the trend started with Christmas getting earlier and earlier and earlier. And now Halloween is following suit. When is it okay to put up your Halloween decorations? Okay. It's not a Christmas thing now. Hmm. It's now a Halloween thing. Because I'm fighting the urge. I'm telling myself I've got to wait till after Labor Day to put on my Halloween stuff. Now, do you anticipate people just decorating the inside of their homes, the outside? Is this just I don't know general flair? Whatever you want. I don't I know. Think. Denver. Denver Is this has pumpkin stuff spice every just inside right now. Yeah. Okay, dude. Pumpkin spice. I already got. I'm burning pumpkin candles already. You're such a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chunga. It's so true. Listen, I'm a simple man. You give yeah. me pumpkin spice. And you give me a rubber mummy mask. I'm I'm happy. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. It's true. It could be March. It doesn't matter. Right. I don't, no, I don't care. So, so um, Chunga Pole is Chunga Pole is when this. is it okay? Okay, yeah. And honestly, if you if you're out there and you don't like Halloween or you just never care to celebrate, I know a few lead people out there that don't celebrate Halloween. Yeah, a few lead Montoya's. If you don't, <laughs> Leib doesn't really like Halloween feel the season. No. And and for some people, it's like I don't have kids, so why would I bother? For Leib, I thought it was some sort of weird religious thing with Leib. I really did when, no, I, when I first found out. He was like, "No, I don't celebrate." I Halloween. think it's because he's from Ghana. 
and so they don't really celebrate it because there's such a supernatural element there. That well, I they, thought in Ghana they act, they actually sacrificed like a baby. Yeah, for Halloween, <laughs> and it, it traumatized. It him. really did. And so he said, "No, I I don't want to kill a baby." <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, no, Lieb's just like, I'm too old. Come on, I'm too old. When I have kids, I'll celebrate Halloween again. That's that's all he said. He liked Halloween when he was single. That's all I'm saying. Single Lieb liked because he liked like the slutty Bo Peeps. <laughs> you know? Sorry, Lieb's wife. I like the slutty nurse and stuff like that. Single Lieb! Single but, but guys, guys, is it okay to yeah. start talking about Halloween here and there yes. on the show? I know it's time, man. Is it time? I Please. Think it's time. Yes, uh, I. You know, I. Um, yeah, I, I say we switch everything over uh, to like the scary, the scary background sound effects. Maybe we, we should. Have, is that okay, everyone? Is it okay if we use the background music? Can we music do it? Yeah, let's know. Yeah, hey, listen, you Maybe guys. Where appropriate? You guys vote. You know, is it time? It's probably not best to put the scary music behind the whole shooting thing. But you know, no, other than no, that, not, 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 no, not no, the, right. the next episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were going to wade through all of that. Uh, I knew we were going to lose some people. Now they're all gone. <laughs> I love you, everyone. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Peaches are delicious. Oh. Um, and, you know, speaking of Halloween, it's funny that you bring this up because yes. we have had a uh, a lot. It's been a lot. Uh, I don't know if people know this, but it has been two years. Dose. Two years since we have over two years. Yeah, well over More two years. More than yeah. two years mm-hmm. since we have done a ghost hunt. Uh, Kenny, Chandler, and myself. Yep. Uh, we haven't done it because we had a problem in my house and had to move. And personal lives and, and all and that there kind was of just, stuff. Uh, problems in personal lives. Right. We had all kinds of issues. Uh, we have people at our big boy job. Uh, the word has gotten out, and so now it's like we're, we're just we're getting a lot. Yeah, we have people coming up like, tell me about the haunted spoon. Yeah, you know, a lot, kind of stuff, yeah. lot of people coming out of the woodwork. I get a message of some sort on social media every day. That's and we so get awesome. stopped like when we're at lunch and stuff like that. Every day, people saying, hey, when are you going to start doing ghost hunts again? Um, I don't need to go. I just want to hear about them. <laughs> people are like, hey, sacrifice your own it's soul. Hard yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be for okay. a lot of people, it's a story. But for us, it's we got to go do it. People it's are like, real. hey, Chunga, uh-huh. could you go uh, uh, sleep over in the old mill? Would that be okay? So we we, we had we had made a decision, and now I don't know. We had made a decision. Well, because you you guys had something happen. I would, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, again. So this here's the thing. I want to know, and this isn't a Chunga poll or anything, but we would still love your feedback because we, we never get enough of it here on the show. It's an unquenchable thirst. It really is. Uh, should we start ghost hunting again? <laughs> yes or no? I think we're going to get a lot of no's, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, pe- Especially after People want to protect us? You know, like, but I can't get divorced again. <laughs> <laughs> like a second time. Yeah. At the moment. This is true. <laughs> so, uh... Although things are working out pretty well for Chandler, so maybe... Hey, maybe let's just hey. back off. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> this, this kid. We'll talk. Hey, oh. We'll talk. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. anyway. Um, so, should we start our ghost hunting again? I still have all the gear. See, can, can I be um, honest? I, I, I want to go back. Bishop I, Shannon desperately to. wants me to like put all that crap on eBay. Yeah, of she does not. I um, would love to, but this last week, you guys, it was actually a week ago tonight. Had a problem. You had a problem. So here's what happened. So like I said, the word has kind of gotten out at the big boy job. We work in a haunted building. Very haunted building. Mm-hmm. Yes. Might I add. And so we had a couple of new hires. Uh, a girl that replaced uh, Chandler when he left. Yep. Um, Took a little while to get somebody to fill his shoes. 
uh, came oh. in and, and, it, and it came out that, oh, oh, Chunga and Kenny, they do the ghost hunting thing. And so they were desperate. They were like, well, can you show us anything? Can we hear anything? Can we do, can you hear this? So we played some EVPs for them and they were just terrified and it was fun. And and then we have this picture that, that one of our one of our guests took at Fort Douglas uh, when we were ghost hunting at Fort Douglas. And they were leaving after we had to stop an investigation due to just downright demonic, full-blown demonic activity. It was a bad night. Mm. Really bad night. And out of safety for the people who were attending and our own safety, we had to stop. Shut it down. It's the only time we've ever had to shut down an investigation. One of our listeners, uh, one of our guests, snapped a picture of, uh, well, several pictures of the building as they were driving away at the end of the night after it was locked up. And they got a face of something that we think is demonic looking out the window and it's a green face and it's got pointy ears and mm-hmm. it's bald almost looks like it has horns in it a looks way. like it looks like uh, mr barlow from salem's lot yeah it's just like happy to be looking at you from the window if you look at it and you really focus on it it almost makes you nauseous to look at it's absolutely terrifying really really disturbing to look at this picture uh, especially considering we had to stop and this thing is peering out the window of the building we As just we're leaving. evacuated, basically. Uh-huh. Like, ha, ha, ha. Jeez. And so I've got chills just talking about it. <laughs> so against my better judgment, I showed uh, one of the guys in the office. He was, because he was, you know, taking the piss out of us. And he was like, oh, right. you've never, this is all phony. Right. I was like, okay, well, Chandler, will you send me that picture of the, the, uh, the thing looking out the window? Yep. I have a hard time even saying the word anymore because it's so because of what happened to us so i said will you take that one picture of the thing looking out the window at us he's like he knew exactly what i meant so yep so i downloaded onto my phone and i show uh one of the guys at work and he's like oh my gosh yeah you know we've posted this on facebook i think our our listeners the picture's out there but here's what happened so chandler texts it over to me and I show him, and then I just exit out of it. It's just sure. in my text thread with Chandler, yeah, where right. there's like tens of thousands of texts. And uh, I go back to my desk, and I'm just writing away. I'm a writer at, at our job. And uh, buzz, buzz, buzz. My phone starts buzzing um, on the wireless charger uh, at my desk setup. And I look down, and there's no notification. It's just buzz, buzz, buzz. And I was like, well, that's weird. So I pick it up, use my fingerprint, open it up, and it's the picture zoomed in. Oh, on the face. Uh. It's just the picture zoomed in on the face. And I was like, oh, well, I thought I closed that out. That's weird. So I closed it out about an hour later. Buzz, buzz, buzz. After I've done other stuff on the phone. Sure. Buzz, buzz, buzz. About an hour later, I look down. It's the picture again. <laughs> just open right to that. Now, granted, Jeez. Samsungs do crazy things sometimes. And yeah, they'll they open random apps. Every once well, in a while. I, just, I think I'm just stupid. Because I was like, well, that's a weird glitch so i reboot my phone yeah and i honestly i don't think anything of it because we've had this picture for a long time sure but keep in mind we haven't had anything to do with this i i just barely started watching scary movies again oh man just barely and so uh this happened two more times after the two so it happened four times at work and and i was kind of starting to think okay we this is a little weird that it keeps happening over yeah, and over. It's oh, daylight. You're Chunga, fine. you're just being paranoid. Sure. Da, 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 da. So I drive home, no big deal, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the night goes on. I'm I'm doing some work at home. I'm doing some production, audio production and, and going through some stuff. Buzz, buzz, buzz on the phone. I look down. It's the picture again. <laughs> After like high. five hours has passed. Yeah. 
Then I started getting a little nervous. I was like, okay, I think there's something wrong. So I go through my nightly routine, get ready for bed. I get in bed, phone's on the charger on, on the nightstand next to me, like it is for everybody. And I'm laying there and I'm right in that stage of being half awake, half asleep. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, man. And I was like, I'm just going to let it go. It's probably Facebook or it's, sure. you know. Yeah. One of our listeners showing, you know, uh, I, I get messages from listeners all the time. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm building a cool new gun. What scope should I buy? Or, hey, check out my new car or whatever. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, it's probably, I, it, like a stupid, it didn't even cross my mind again. And it just sat there. And again, I start dozing off again. Buzz, buzz, buzz. What? <laughs> it's still going. Well, that doesn't make any sense. So I lay there. I wake up a little bit. I start checking out what's on the science channel. Buzz, buzz, buzz. What the hell is that? I'm not checking my phone. I just, and again, it didn't even enter my mind. And of course, then I check it and it's the picture. No way. Yeah. yeah. It's two in the morning, three ago. in the morning. Yeah. This is last week. <laughs> so I delete the picture immediately. Mm-hmm. Good. Delete that entire day of texts from Chandler. Sorry. Immediately. <laughs> and then I go and wake Chandler up and I said, you're going to take this picture and you're going to get rid of it. Yeah. Get it off your just phone. Just your phone altogether. Just, just take it off my phone. Right. Going to get it off the phone. We're never showing this picture again, ever. And he goes, done, done and done. Picture is gone. It's gone for good. We walk in the next day and there's like, no joke, five people come running up to Kenny and I, hey, can we see the picture? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... It sounded like we were making up a ghost story at this point. Would you believe it? I deleted it last night. Well, I'm like, no, but we really had to. <laughs> yeah. It kind of it kind of hit me, man. It kind of made me sick to my stomach. It's like, what if people were running up to us for something that's good? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of something that's just pure evil that scared the living shit out of us. Yeah. Right. And, and, and perhaps followed me home to the point where I had to move. Yeah. Hmm? So, you know, imagine it's like, hey, they come running. Hey, can we have a Bible? Hey, can we have a Book of Mormon? <laughs> hey, the Pearl of Great Price. I don't know what that is, but can we have it? Because uh-huh. that's what you do now. No, yeah. no. I walk into the building. Hey, where's the picture of that thing? <laughs> can I see the demon? So now, I I don't even like saying the word anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm kind of like, okay, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can go back to doing this. I honestly, I don't know if I can go back to this because this is. We would love your feedback. <laughs> Please let us know if this should happen. Freaked me out. Yeah. Of course it did. I mean, really, imagine if that happened to you, dude. I don't want to talk about it. If I see that happen on my phone, I can't even we tell you. We had horrible shit happen to us. Oh, it was yeah. it was so bad. I got a call from Ben Hansen. Oh, yeah. This guy is a former FBI agent, just a veteran dude. Nonplussed. I'm getting, I'm getting ready to go on stage. Hey, man. How's it going? At a DJ show. Yeah. They, they're literally, they, they've got the hype man going, are you ready? He's right backstage, and my phone's, and it's buzz, bad, buzz, and he's like, buzz. dude, dude, my backpack is moving across the room by itself, and I'm too scared to get out of bed. He was under the covers. I'm hiding under the covers. It's I'm adorable. like, is it moving right now? Yes. <laughs> I got to go on stage. Air horns are Jimmy Juggle! <laughs> what? Your backpack is moving. I'm going to die. <laughs> He's alive, everyone. He's, he's fine. fine. No, he's fine. He's, okay. he's, he's fine. Just had a baby. Hey. Congratulations. He, he, yes. Uh, so yeah. So I don't. I don't know if I can go back to it. Just it, too much. We would love your feedback. Just too much. Everyone, <laughs> let us know. 
if we should pursue this once again. I, I, Tis I'm the down. season, Chuck. Tis the effing season. It is, and and I I really I really would enjoy going back to it, mm-hmm. but um, just maybe not to Fort Douglas. Well, yeah, but I can say that with all of them. That's true. Is there they, a they nice place where I can go with a little kid ghost? Because that's not scary. <laughs> yes, it is. What, about, a, what about an old lady that came and sat down on a bed next to me in Heber C. Kimball's house up at This Is The Place? She was mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, this was, is like, that's what I'm really saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, here, I don't know if you can take it. Should Chandler and I go to yeah. Ghost? Hey. <laughs> you do it. You do so at your own peril, my friend. Mm, uh, can you believe that? Be there, please. I need uh, a big spoon. <laughs> can we just can we just go to Disneyland for Halloween? Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, no, we can't. Actually, we are going to Disneyland. We're uh, Kenny Chandler and I are going to be taking a trip. Um, if, and Bishop Shannon. And Bishop yes. Shannon, of course, Bishop Shannon. Uh, I think we are going to be taking a trip the the week after thanksgiving yep that's when we're gonna go we would love to if you guys are gonna be there let us know so that we can say hi and, and avoid and you eat a churro together <laughs> no we're gonna, eat a churro. we're gonna have fun Dude, i'm just being honest <laughs> so black friday okay you got thanksgiving Chunky, black don't friday, tell me exact days all right we'll be there on the day on Wednesday sometime. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I do get, in addition, the, this is one of the questions I get asked a lot. Uh, I'm sure you guys are getting these too, which is, which is better, Disneyland at Halloween or Disneyland at Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I'd always say Halloween because it's like my favorite you, season. You would say Halloween. Yeah. You would, you would say so. Halloween. I'd say Halloween. Christmas. Christmas. All the way Christmas. You've been at Christmas, right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to solve this debate once and for all right here because we do get a lot of questions i personally get a ton of questions about this what's better disneyland at halloween and almost universally everybody says disneyland at halloween uh but you're gonna make the case no there's no comparison okay it's not even disneyland halloween is very cool it's great but it's not even on the same playing field as disneyland at christmas so mellow compared to it not even close not even close. Disneyland at Christmas is like when I go. If if by chance I'm lucky enough to go to heaven, that's probably what it's going to look like. <laughs> Christmas Disneyland. Yep, that's what it's going to look like. They, gonna be, they make it snow. They yeah, that's it true. Snow. They do make it snow. They yeah. make it snow. Oh, that's I will great. never forget seeing a little blind girl at the fireworks. And she's there, and obviously all she can do is feel the, you know, hear the music and hear the oohs and ahs. And the dad is standing right next to me trying to explain this to his to his little blind daughter mm-hmm. about what's happening. And then all of a sudden it started to snow. In the middle and of just Anaheim. the dad melted yeah. down, dude. Put her up on her shoulders, and she could feel the snow hitting her face. And it was like this all. There is so cool. nothing that compares to Disneyland at Christmas. Nothing Nothing on this earth compares to Disneyland at Christmas. Did Maybe the Vatican. Did she get Legionnaire's disease? <laughs> what? Nothing? Penny? No, stop. <laughs> stop with that. Why are you doing that? No, she's fine. She's, <laughs> she's felt the snow. We're going to have a great going. time. <laughs> you just ruined it. <laughs> it's what I do. Okay. <gasps> but honestly. The turd in every punch bowl. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, thank you for inviting me. I, I cannot, You're going. I cannot wait to go. It is a family trip. It is Kenny D. Chandler, hey. Bishop Shannon, and myself. Yep. And there will be a lot of Facebook Lives. There will oh, be more yeah, Splash yeah, yeah. Mountain. There's going to be so much. Christmas at Disneyland, there's nothing that comes, nothing Mm-mm. compares to that. If you've never gone to Disneyland for Christmas, you must 
because it's like Halloween is Halloween's is cool, gray. but they decorate Main Street and a little bit of like New Orleans Squared, maybe okay. a little bit. Sure. Uh, it, when it's Christmas time, I mean everything's just decorated. It's if you go insane. to the not so scary Halloween party, sure. Cool. Th- that if they did that all the time, it would compare with Christmas. Yeah, but they don't. See, and I actually prefer the normal haunted mansion to the Nightmare on Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas really? haunted mansion. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, most people go to Disneyland for Halloween for the Nightmare Before Christmas yes. overlay that they do at the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. That's like the big cornerstone of it, right? Yeah. Well, it's still up at Christmas. Yeah. And it's great. And you can I mean, it's great. I, it's I awesome. just prefer the original. I really do. Uh, okay. Huh? Voice well, over I, you and know all. What? I, I like really? it. I, it's Chandler's favorite ride when it the, is the overlay. The overlay is my all-time favorite ride. Is it really? Yeah, and then Pirates. Little sweetheart. I know. Thanks. <laughs> He's a softie. <laughs> I'm a softie. So uh, I know I know people, uh, hopefully we can we can just give a definitive answer to this. Christmas is better at Disneyland than Halloween. Yep. And I know people will disagree with me, but if you think about everything that's decorated and all the stuff they do, it's not even close. Hot and takes. The, the whole small world Hot thing. Hot takes from Chunga. Holy Christmas crap. music. I mean... Um, okay, moving on. Moving on down the set list here. You know, this is like a potpourri of the weirdest It is so, so random. Mental illness, <laughs> Comic-Con, Disneyland at Christmas. Yeah. There we go. The yin and yang of this show. <laughs> so, um, okay, so, oh, um, speaking of which... We need to. I, it, we're not speaking of which. That made no sense. Um, okay, so this is uh, something happened with Chandler, and I think he needs some help. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I just want. No, I want to help him out here. Okay, I, I'm sure I can help you out too. I'm sure I have a lot of sage advice. Yeah, th- thanks no, for you. No, so. you, you are the worst. <laughs> no, Chandler, please. I tell blame us. you for this. I blame you for this too. Tell Doctor D. Tell Doctor D everything Dr. you D. need. Okay, so. As you guys know, if you listen to last week's show, I went on a date with a girl who ended up listening to like 20 episodes of Ronan before I ended up meeting her. We are so sorry. For the first date. Well, you had been talking with her for a long for, time. For a couple of weeks, and yep. things were going great. We decided to meet up, and uh, lo and behold. Can we say her name yet? No. Um, no, no, no. She wants no. to be called Mika. That's her that's, nickname. That's her nickname. That's her nickname. That's, so her nick- that's what everybody calls Mika. her. I'll come up with a better one. That's a, what's right. her nickname? But anyways, <laughs> hey, Mika, hey, Mika, what's up? What's, what's up? But we're so, going on a sec- we go on a second date. That was this Saturday. Things are going awesome. She's super, super pretty. Everything's going great. We're getting along awesome. And um, there's there's a thing we're going to. It's called the Sundance Moonlight Lift, which I don't know if anyone okay. knows. It's kind of in Provo, My favorite dance. Sundance which, Moonlight Lift. Which hey, was, they really got to work on that name. It was, it's a bad name. It's a mouthful. But it's a, it's a whole ski lift that, that goes up the entire mountain when it's a I think the word is out pretty. on this, right? Because everybody goes. Now. Everyone goes. Well, that was the problem. So I ended up taking her. It's about a two and a half hour line. Oh, what? And we're, we're just packed in. We're hanging out. We have a blanket because it's like 50 degrees. And I did something that was really, really, really bad that I probably shouldn't do. Sounds good so far. Sounds Honestly, good really so romantic. Far, right? So we're hanging out and uh, she ends up trying to take the blanket away from me and like wrap me up in and trying to be all cute. I'm Flirting, like, oh, that's so you. cute. Nice. Thank you so much. She's like just gorgeous. And I'm like, hey, thanks. Thanks for being my uh, thanks for being my wingman. As she said, as she does this to me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to what? be all cute. I call her my wingman. Wait, what? Why? You referred to you referred to this gorgeous girl that you're yep, really into, having a romantic night with. Mm-hmm. Hold on, as your wingman, as my wingman, because man. she wrapped you up in a blanket. I'm like, hey, like teammate, like, hey, this is cool, wingman. And she just stared at me, and I'm like, she's like, what? What did you call me? <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? She's like, I'm your wingman now, huh? And she goes, okay, there's a cute girl over there. So I'm gonna go talk to her, it. and then she walks off. And she's like, I'm going to go pick up on this girl for you and hook her up, you know, with you. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So that would explain it because Kenny got some sort of cryptic text today. From her. Hey, it's Mika, I'm, the I'm, wingman. I'm the, the wingman. wingman. Mm-hmm. 
And so, Kenny asked me, I didn't understand what it meant. I went, I don't know what this is. Well, I wasn't going to say anything until she started messaging Kenny about it. I was going to sweep and this she under hasn't, the rug. I, I haven't even met this girl. No, so, neither of you guys and, have. and now she's already texting Kenny. Uh-huh. That's, I, that's smart. I called her. <laughs> I know. Guys, I don't feel half as bad as I normally do about what I normally do. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, you're the worst. You're no, the worst. no, I this didn't is call from you. No, you're the worst. This is I'm, only from Oh, you. don't blame me for this. So what did you do? Did you apologize? Oh, yeah, I apologize. I'm like, I am so sorry. I meant to like say we're like a teammate and things are going even worse. worse you're my co-chair <laughs> it's all the way worse so <laughs> anyways, i like panic and she thinks it's Buddy the funniest system. thing in the world <laughs> why she didn't just ghost me right there i have no idea it's well you probably drove i did yeah, so she knew i did and she was stuck down a provost so, so i guess <laughs> i'll just plan on keeping you on my insurance yeah <laughs> It was bad. I called her my wingman. So we go on the moonlight lift. It's super cute. Everything goes good. Uh, I I just had date number three with her tonight. So okay, everything, great. Everything so she's okay. Okay. I so kind things of, are good. Yeah. It's not. She's not friend zoning you. She at hasn't friend zoned me yet. Yet. So yeah, I called her my wingman. Guys, I'm uh, pretty much awesome because I never called anyone a wingman. So no, 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 wait. no just stop. Guys, no, just stop. It's no, 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 I don't even There's know how we tell story. that. I, I don't think we even know. I don't even know how to tell what happened to you. This is the single funniest thing I've ever seen you do. <laughs> no, this is no joke. Worse than you Chugga. getting hey, worse than we, we got to put the meme up. Kenny's yeah. random stories time. <laughs> this is a random story. So here we go. <laughs> Today, even though news? I told you not to, I said just stay off this crap for a while. You know, you need. The last one ended so well. Why don't? Why do you have to? Why can't you just be you for a little bit? And, and I am. And uh, oh, so you're. What do you you're, mean you are? You yeah. you went right back to Tinder. No, but was it because like was it was over the weekend? Honestly, right? it was a wasted. These these sites for me are wasted time while I'm on the John. So I almost felt bad because I'm like, hey, I'm on this date, and then you end up hopping on on Tinder or something. Something. One of them. And I would. Yeah, I I did. <laughs> and, and I'm not taking it seriously because I don't want to actually date anyone. Sorry, ladies. But, uh, you know, just like a conversation or something. It was a waste of time, right? On a yeah. weekend. Did you just say sorry, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> you like the ego on I'm me? Not, I'm, not, well, I'm not ready to date sorry, ladies. <laughs> ladies. My, my wingman. <laughs> I don't need a wingman at this moment. Yeah. But no, I, I had... Uh, Out of all the shit we've said on this show, <laughs> now I'm offended. <laughs> On this episode today, wow! Yeah. This is what this was what did it. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that might seem to be the single most vain thing I've ever said. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. I'm not on the what market. Are you, Tom Jones. <laughs> What's you got a cucumber again? in your pants? <laughs> oh. Wow! A little baby dill. So you're you're dicking around on Twitter or yeah. Tinder or Grinder or one of these. Take it easy. And you strike up a conversation with someone who has in her description, if you can't sing, no joke, <laughs> if you can't sing along to Fergalicious <laughs> with me, I ain't dating you. And you think. I can sing along. I've I've never heard so that song. So you up a conversation, and she's like, and and you, I guess, listen to Fergalicious. I did, so that you could talk to her, have something relatable. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, look, 
I just did this. Like, isn't that? I said, worth it. You know, basically, look no, at what you, I've done. No, you did your numbers thing. You're like, I spent like 93 seconds Shit. on this listening <laughs> to the song. Yeah, yeah that's what I and said. Then you started quoting Fergalicious. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Because I was like, look what I did, you know, sort of thing. And I she, wasted 30 or 93 seconds. A song seconds. from 2007. So she said, so you think you can back me? So she actually re- replied, and I'm like, oh, engagement. Because if you get engagement on any of these things, and I don't like mean getting engaged, of. but it's great. Yeah. It's a right? social media term, by the way. Kenny's a social media director. And the engagement and reach. Engagement. <laughs> Not marriage engagement. Yes. Just But if someone actually responds, you're like, oh, and I get real nervous. And I've been out of the game right. for like seven months. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was like, okay. And she's like, you think you can back me up so I can sing the next part? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I can. But don't tell any of my friends. And then I was like, wait, that sounds okay. And then I'm like, please. So that was, me- that was message number one. Yeah. And I kept on going. I and did like four messages being like, and you think, oh, yeah, I've got a live one but here. But I can do it, you know? And then she's like, it's fine. It's fine to be embarrassed. Like she was like, said YOLO. And I was like, mm, but that's she okay. She said YOLO? She said YOLO. Oh. So basically, she's like a 54-year-old cougar that hangs out at the Oyster Bar. Probably. In her bedazzled jeans. But I still went for it. And I was then yeah. I followed it up with, hey, since I did this for you, I think you owe me something. Uh, uh, you don't see that. And then I put... Then I added no, wait, fun- that's what you said? And then you, I said, you said she owes you something? And then I added a funny gif. Okay. You added a gif. <laughs> if, if anyone has a phone right now and you have like a gif app, search the creeper is what is what the gif is actually yeah. called. The gif is called the creeper. The creeper. Yeah. And, and so you said, you actually said to her, now you owe me something. Yeah. And you posted the gif of the creeper. Uh-huh. It's which, real funny. Which is a very awkward looking man hiding <laughs> behind over a, the bushes. a fake plant <laughs> and giving you like the, the crook eye off to the side. <laughs> and he's so creepy. <laughs> That I didn't know what to do. Did you did you get a, a picture of cougar boobies? No, I got no <laughs> response. <laughs> no response. Because that's what every girl goes to. Now you owe me something. Oh, he wants she, to see my boobies. She, and I, you I know. Get I was like, oh, conversation would be nice. And then she doesn't reply for what a, a couple hours, and you're like, I think I think a, a scary movie would. Yeah. Suffice. And then I then I wrote <laughs> what I meant was like a scary movie. <laughs> Still no response. When was this? Was this today? It was on Saturday. It's on Saturday. So you posted the creeper and she took off. Well, you said you want, she owed you something and then posted a. But it was funny. What is she supposed but it to was think? really funny, guys. The, the gif it's, is it's, really it's funny. It's a very visual thing. I, I don't know that the story worked other than you're, you're just a fool. We can add the picture of the creeper. We'll, we'll add it in, yeah. <laughs> A creeper guys it's cool i am you have no business being on these sites i have yeah. no game whatsoever None. and it's meant to be that i just kind of do and my, my thing son and play Diablo. has no game either no she, she messaged me first on on we met on Tinder. Yes. She, i mean she did all the work for me that so. is awesome yeah we have no business chandler's like a five-time lotto winner with this one yeah I, oh he's yeah. way out of his league on this one. oh hands down yeah but my ne- necromancer in diablo 3 <laughs> is getting really strong <laughs> It's not a euphemism. Actually, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Chandler is an amazing man. Oh, he man, really is. And a catch oh, with, without, without without question. My wingman. Uh, I could not be more proud for the Me dumb, too, right, for the, for the dumb shit he says on dates. That you taught him. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Now you owe me something. <laughs> <laughs> He's poking over a fake tree. Ew. It's comedy. <laughs> right? No. No. <laughs> not when a girl is on a dating site. Oh, man. It's either that one or the bunny that makes room on the toilet for someone. <laughs> All right. Those are my two go-tos. <laughs> what? The one that there's a bunny, a guy in a bunny suit that scoots over. He's on a, t- a toilet stall, and he scoots over and pats the toilet seat to come sit down with him. 
That's a good one. That the is hell, a winner. Is, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> lots, You're sending this to women? Lots, there's lots. So lots, many questions are being answered wrong, wrong. about your life right now. <laughs> your two go-to gifts? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if we have time for your random stories. Uh, we're yeah, we're an hour and a half in. No way. Oh yeah, yeah. we're we're act, we're absolutely running out of time. Yeah. I'm gonna save these for next week. Okay, okay. saving the random stories, random and they're stories really they're quite awesome. Good. Okay. I watched a whole YouTube video about dolphin sex just for these random stories. <laughs> that dolphin should be named Kenny. <laughs> That's what I think. Let's get to the movies, shall we? Let's get let's some movies do movies, going here, yeah. I, guys. I'm sorry about random stories. Everyone out there, yeah, all right. three of you who love random stories. <laughs> yeah, I think people week, are gonna hate this show. And if you did, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. just tell us. We gotta know. Yeah. Okay, movies. So I want to cover the movie that came out last week and this week. Okay. So last week was the Happy Time Murder, starring Melissa McCarthy and puppets. Yep. Yeah, it looks bad. Really, really, well, why, really, really. Why would the you happy, say it's, it's called the Happy Time Murder. The Happy Time Murders, but it's a crass comedy with puppets. And Melissa so, McCarthy. In yes. Melissa McCarthy, she's been in some good crass comedies. Eh. Like, she's good in Bridesmaids. Listen, she got famous for shitting in a sink. Yeah. Yeah? There is nothing redeeming about Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> There's nothing funny. It's, it's, you, you, you just spent all your comedy clout on one scene. Yeah. And it works. Pooping in the sink is funny. It's funny. It's and funny. it's a very funny scene. But there's nothing else you can do. And then she's made a career on it. You're going to spend the rest of your career looking like the stripper picking up dollar bills after the music stops. <laughs> that's okay? so sad. But that's her career yeah. now. Because that's how pathetic it is now. Yeah. Okay, so get this. This movie, it's not a... They can't call these characters Muppets. They're puppets. It's a puppet world where puppets and humans live together on this world maybe 20, 30 years ago. Like uh, Puppets were entertainers. Muppet, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, like Muppet Christmas Carol. Ex exactly. Muppet and, Treasure Island. And here's the sad thing. This movie the was... The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. This movie was directed by Brian Henson, son of Jim Henson. Okay. So, so clearly he's squandering his fortune. I think... I, honestly, I think so. I think this was a passion project for him where he's like, hey, look, Avenue Q is a big fan favorite. Uh, Team America was a big, you know, huge crass comedy back in the mid 2000s. It's like it was in the mid 2000s. Years ago, yeah, yeah I, I think there's a market here, and so he made a detective, like a noir story, with puppets and humans and sex, because that is this entire movie. It is all about puppets getting their their heads blown off and cotton going everywhere, or puppets having sex. So it's like cheap, or it's saying so the it's, F like, word. it's it's funny puppet gags. Yes, it's like cheap, like really that that kind of the cheap parlor trick. Yeah, Muppet precisely. Mm. But it's it's all centered around just like smut and just grossness. It's like, hey, we don't actually have any jokes here or comedy. That puppet says the F word or that puppet says he'll give you a blowjob. Isn't sorry. Sorry, kids. What? <laughs> okay. Well, Kenny, Kenny. Well, we're, we're, so many new things we're learning about. <laughs> I, I, pause, I'm going to have to watch like five hours of Mr. Rogers tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Five hours of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> but then I'm going to look at the puppets. And I'm not going to feel right. Guys, I had to sit through this movie. Yeah, there's, a say, there's a guy named Mr. McFeely. <laughs> Do not say that about Mr. McFeely. He's a good man. <laughs> I am so sorry. Why did I you do like, that? Kenny? I feel like I've gone down to the, the movie, the level of the movie. Well, listen, let me just tell our friends that are still listening, all two of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, children. <sighs> this is the real Kenny. <laughs> this is, okay. you guys, it's so hot no, up here. This, this is, is the, real, the real Kenny. This is the real Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all think I'm the bad one. It's no. so hot. Nah, nah. Uh. 
<laughs> so this movie is gross. It's not funny. No joke landed. Yep. Nothing worked well, here. You can see that in the trailers. Everyone's so. I mean, yeah, the trailers the trailers, funny. it's pretty much like really, really bad sex jokes. Yes. And that's about and, it. And silly string all over the wall. So instead of like they're doing drugs, but instead of it being drugs, it's like glitter or it's, it's purple, sugar. purple sugar. Sugar. In the, <laughs> or it's Melissa McCarthy's addicted to sugar. And so she drinks syrup instead of beer all the time. That's her addiction. Isn't wow, that, isn't that funny? Just terrible. I can't believe you actually went to see it's this. So 90, did you make it through the through the it's entire It's 90 movie? minutes. I almost walked out. But I and not because I'm offended, just because I was bored and it felt really long, but it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's a straight F. Oh, yeah. It's an F. I yeah. hated this movie. How, how many Fs have you given this year? I think this might be the only one. This is the only one. This, so this is officially the worst I've movie I've given some of the D minuses just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I generally give a D minus just because a movie was actually finished. Okay. This is this is an F. It fails on every level. It's not funny. Don't rent it. Don't watch it. Forget it even exists. Yeah. I mean, this movie actually made me like Deadpool 2 more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which I thought was an average, wow. below average movie. But yeah. I was like, no, there's something to the crass comedy that kind of lands one in every 10. So this, this one, is not the, at all. This is the worst movie of the year. And will probably go down as the worst movie of the year. Yeah. Okay. Sad, right? Wow. I mean, okay. not really sad, because so, who really cares? Sad. Yeah, no. Yeah, so if you don't like crass comedy, A, what are you doing listening to this? Thank you, Kenny. And B, <laughs> don't go see that. Don't go see, what is it? Uh, the Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, next is a movie for teens. Teens? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I have to redeem myself. Oh, you, you do? No, yeah. What's you got some to make up. So there's a movie called Kin, which hasn't Kin. received oh. a lot of promotion. I've actually seen I've, I've seen quite a few trailers. Oh, wait a thing. minute. You just saw this tonight. Yeah, just tonight. And like you the, were mad that you had to go see it. I mean, it's like I go to see these movies and there's generally been like bad trailers associated. Yeah. And so I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to see this and I'm not going to take a guess because who really cares about this movie? Yeah. And sometimes with lower expectations, I'm a little bit pleased. It looks just like another teen sci-fi adventure, save the world kind of movie. You know, I, I can see why you're saying that because like a month ago I saw The Darkest Minds, which yeah. is a young X-Men exactly, type of yeah. movie. And it's awful. It's a straight up young adult fiction adaptation, which just doesn't work. And I, let me explain this movie, Kin, and it's going to sound even dumber when I explain it. But let's let me take you back to 1984 when these kind of movies were appropriate, uh -huh. right? It's a movie about a kid who has, is has having trouble in school. He's in a foster family. And he finds an alien gun in this weird, like, abandoned building. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just keeps it to himself. Uh -huh. And then his brother gets out of prison. And, and that's where the kin comes in is because these brothers form a really tight bond. Right. But the brother owes a lot of money to criminal uh, the, the criminal mastermind, James Franco. James wow. Franco is the James bad guy Frank in this movie. James Franco is yeah. this. Okay. And so he owes a lot of money to him. And so it becomes this, like chase across the country which honestly is just kind of like hey i'm gonna get you for you know what you did to my family and whatnot uh -huh. and but then you realize oh wait there's a halo gun there and there's halo characters in this movie like spartans oh re like real yeah there are two characters here that are basically but they're Master in the real Chief, world but they're in the real world so there's some sort of muppets no no muppets okay and so wait, this, you, you say basically like is it actually like franchised out from halo or no, is it just like but the, co the, the costumes look okay okay so really it's, like it's meant to be halo without saying it's so halo. honestly it's this like escape it's across the it's a journey movie it's a road trip movie escaping from you know these criminals that want to kill them and then every once in a while you're like oh yeah but there's a big alien gun that can Bla you know, blast everyone away. Yeah, and there are aliens that are coming to seek this gun as well. 
Yeah. And so you're watching the movie going, okay, I'm just going to go along with this. It's yeah. entirely serious. There's no campiness about it whatsoever. Yeah. Which in a movie like this, you'd almost kind of expect. Right. Um, it's it's from the producers of Stranger Things. You, there's some glimpses of that as well. Mm, okay. But it's not super referential. It just feels like it was made in the 80s. Well, it sounds like you kind of shifted a little bit. Like you went just dreading this. I did. You complained about it a yes. lot. I didn't realize this was the one you were going to talk about this week. Right. Because sometimes you see movies and you can't talk about them for a week or two. Exactly. Um, you were like, oh, I can't believe I have to go see this. And now it sounds like you liked it. I ended up thinking it was slightly better than average. I thought this would be really terrible. And then I walked out and there were some cool surprises at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. And because there was actually decent acting and like there's a good kinship yeah. uh, of these two brothers. I'm going to give this one a C+. Okay. It's a rental. Like a red box. I can't, yeah, it's a red box. A I can't really see many people going to see this movie because it's just random. It's something you'd watch when there's nothing else at Redbox. And you'll be like, oh, that's actually okay. If I was 13, I'd be like, that movie is kind of cool, actually. Hmm. Wow. So I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Like, okay. it's, there's nothing great about it. It's honestly a movie that I am uh, could have been gone straight to Netflix. Like, truly. Yeah. And but even then, I would have been well. like, yeah, that, that's that's okay. So C+. All right. Kin. And I know that seems generous for, for me lately. Well... Considering I gave the puppet sex movie an No, I, it sounds like it's a pretty solid review, actually. Yeah. Uh, am I going to like it? Probably not. Uh, see it eventually. I would not okay. tell you to go rush out and see it. Okay. Because right. it does feel like two different movies. You're like, oh, it's the story of these two brothers in crime and aliens. How long's the movie? Uh, f- uh, hour 40. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay, so it's not too bad. No, not no. too bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, that is... That's the show. <laughs> come to a merciful end <laughs> uh we try not to get too heavy here on the show here at radio ronan however we're not going to shy away from issues we're not going to shy away from events of the day uh and above all things we are going to be honest with you on this show yeah. so um i'm not going to apologize for any offense we caused they are after all true opinions uh however we respect your opinion we ask that you respect ours absolutely and if you want to make your opinion heard Please feel free to do so. Um, good or bad, I mean, that's what this show is all about. So uh, hop on social media. Go join our Goblin group. You can hop on my Facebook page. And we will read the ones, even if they go against us, if you really want it read on the air. So yeah. uh, we'll definitely talk about it. So uh, please, uh, please uh, let's respect one another, even though our opinions are different. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week. Uh, until the next one, bye! This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com.